Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. Cucumber. One weekly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. So, since I'm a cucumber, you know cats are afraid of me, right? I believe me. I'm well aware. You've So you're aware that cats are afraid of cucumbers? I've seen the videos. I've never I, tested it out on my cats. I don't know. If I, would, would I believe do they would. I I believe they would probably freak out. At least if you left it like to where it, like it snuck up on them like that. Well, that's the, half the thing. It's like anything yeah. that's just randomly no, placed. I don't think so. I I think that they think it's a snake or something. Like they're they're small rodent like creatures. I think they're they've evolved to be afraid of snake objects, and I think that's what their brain's telling them it is. I've had to keep Smokey from hunting a snake inside my house before. Yeah, but Smokey's kind of a badass. She's not to be fucked with. No, she's uh, she's I'm trying to think of the appropriate like she's the she's the Dark Knight Returns Batman of cats. Yeah, she's no, no, so- it's not operating theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we we're. Hey guys, hey handsomeites. That's okay. Your your cat's the lone wanderer. Yes. Uh. I was gonna ask, what are what is your stance on melons, sir? I know you don't eat them a lot, but I am not particularly a fan. Okay, not a fan of cucumbers either. So it's a pretty pretty gross uh, <laughs> uh, thing we're counting in with here. I know, but they're they're funny. They are. They're uh, very suggestive. Mm-hmm. That's the melons, idea. Cucumbers. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guys fill in the blanks. Those of you that are still in the second grade probably won't get it, but those of you guys that are in the third grade, I'm sure you you can figure it out. Oh, okay. We got a great show for you guys, as always. I don't think we put out a bad episode ever. Well, this is going to be an extra great one. Extra great. I don't know, man. Those first one or two, pretty rough. Oh. Well, on the rough side. I don't think you can even download the first couple episodes anymore, can you? You should be able to. I think they even got taken off of iTunes. I haven't seen them up there in a while. I'll need to look again. Let's check. It might just be the RSS feed, Mike Limiting. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, whatever's hitting. They should all be still stored there. It's all in our storage. That, it, the, right. The, it, could, the, it could just be that the site is uh, messed up, but I'm not I'm not missing it that much. We yeah, it's not necessarily bad we doing. to say, don't listen. That I think that's a general advice to anyone. Don't If you listen to the newest episode of a podcast and like it, you don't really necessarily need to go back to the first mm-hmm. one. You can just start pick and shoot. I think we've got a format where you can just sort of jump around, listen to the books that you like. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good way to do it. Precisely. Well, you mentioned books. Uh-oh. Reading? Reading. Reading. Actually, and not even just regular books. Comic books. Well, I didn't say that, but it was implied. I figured. So, you want to talk about some? You know what? Let's change it up. No, I do not. Oh, what are we going to talk about then? You're just supposed to force me to talk about comic books. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you don't have a choice. We have to. Oh, shit. So, with that, (laughs) it is time for Weekly Floppies. Weekly Floppies. 
is the part of the show when Eric and I will review a selection of this week's books, tell you to buy or do not buy them. Uh, there's some mush meter involved sometimes. You know, it's a, you know, if we're by with mush meter five, it means, you know, we're on the edge there. You know, mush meter one means we're a li- only a little bit mushy on, on that. You know, a solid buy is, you know, no doubt. Unless we somehow express them when we talk about the comic, which also happens. So there's just too much nuance. There's a lot, of, yeah, you know, it, it seems like it's a binary system. It is not. <laughs> you can just, you can just ignore everything past the binary system though. Yeah, if you want to. You can you can ignore the nuance and just be like, eh, and then think we're idiots later. Yeah. Or not ignore it and just be like, these guys are idiots anyway. Yeah, that's fine, too. You're still listening. That's all we care about. That's all we want. <laughs> are you not entertained? Our first book of the week is The Goddamned, number one. Goddamned what? That's It's just it. It's just The Goddamned. Oh, it is just The Goddamned, isn't it? That's yes. pretty good. Written by Jason Aaron. Colors. Oh, wait. Art by R.M. Guerra. Colors by... Yulia, Yulia Brusco. Letters and Design by Jerry K. Fletcher. Uh, Jason Aaron has gone on record saying if there's a comic book that gets him sent to hell, this will be the one. Uh, Arm Guerra, we've read uh, Jason Aaron Arm Guerra's book before with, uh, with Scout. So he was the artist on Scout. Okay. Yes. And uh, this is a weird comic book, but I like it a lot. Is it any surprise that I fucking love it? Not at all. I'm like, this is the Ericist book I've ever read in my whole life. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know, it reminds me of uh, an old Joe Kubert book called, I think it was called Tor, T-O-R. Mm-hmm. Same, uh, same as the, uh, the, the, dark, the, the dark internet. Yeah. It was built with the best of intentions, really. So was the atom bomb. Uh, this book is rad, but it, it's a, it's a Joe Kubert book about cavemen. And this is, this is an era, uh, uh, a Jason Aaron book about biblical cavemen. Yeah. Primitive, primitive men Mm -hmm. after the fall of man, 1600 years to be precise. Uh, and, uh, our, our main character is Cain of Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. He can't die because God don't let him. God don't make no trash. It reminds me a lot of Preacher too. Just Preacher thematically, you know, just the just the shit and terrible people. Yeah, exactly. And I think he's a he's a very Jesse like character, isn't he? Yes, I mean, so far, you know, the unstoppable badass. But it's only been issue, but I want to look up and make sure that it's called uh, Tor. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I I recall a Tor comic. I don't know if Joe Cuban. Yeah, I have. It is called Tor. T O R. Just okay. like the just like the network, mm-hmm. and it's 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 gorgeous. I think it's some of the best art Cubert's ever done. I and I like Hubert a lot. Uh, this I, I like this RM Garrett is this looks like so it looks no. it's hellish. It's n- like a nightmare, but that's what they're going for. It's supposed to be a mud pit with like these grisly awful people and being chopped in the in the head with an axe. Mhm. Uh I I mean we like Scout I like this. It's it's good. I don't like if you like J- Jason Aaron's a good uh, uh one of the I don't know. I don't I hesitate to call anyone the best at anything, but he is up there right now with yeah, consistently if, putting out great comics. It would be a tough call at this point because he keeps getting better and Brian K. Vaughn keeps proving that he is like one of the most amazing people in comics. And then Jason Aaron keeps getting better and at this point I don't even know which one I like more. They both keep impressing the hell out of me. And this book is great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it 
I, I, like, if you told me, oh, yeah, it's a book about Cain, uh, like, going to war with Noah, mm-hmm. I'd be like, what? Well, that might, that might not be, well, that's might probably not what's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I assume that's what's I don't know if that's gonna be the, the overall shape of the story. No. But well, obviously there's gonna be some conflict between the two of them. It says before the flood, so. Yes. You know, that's, that's the title of the story, so I, Noah is set up to be a, a character, a, a player. If not an antagonist. If not the antagonist. Uh, but I'm a buy. It's good. It's great. I like it. I mean, it's not, a, you know, I feel like just wrote, say, oh, it's a Jason Eric comic and I really like it. Uh, Arm Gary's art is great. I really, really succeeds in making it look ugly and gross. I th- yeah. Um, I'm not that disgusted with it. I just enjoy, I just enjoy looking at it. I think it's gorgeous. It's Joe Kubert meets Mobius. No, I'm an ex- I'm an excited buy for this. This the most Eric of Eric books. It is pretty. Yeah. Do let, let's. Here's a here's a question that I think uh, would be helpful for 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 people that are listening to this. Mm-hmm. You and I are both non-religious people. Correct. Do you think a religious person could enjoy this book? Um. Yeah. I could. I think that I think could, yes. I think they would have to be fairly oh. thick-skinned, or at least. I mean, like they, a, they could not be easily offended. No, and I—I I mean, that's—I mean, I—I I know people who heavily was people would mm. could enjoy this. I also know someone who would think this is blasphemy and it should be yeah. burned. So, no, exactly. Uh, it depends on. I mean, some people realize fiction is fiction, and regardless of how it, if you know, you know, even if they're very religious and you know see that as have the truth and and all that, they can separate people who make art about religion from their religion and enjoy it that way. Some people cannot. If you are one of those people, it's a good comic. If if, if you are not, then don't bother. You you won't like this. <laughs> I don't th- I don't know if the average person listening to this is a, a highly religious, but there might be one or two. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that at least someone, but it's it's an excellent book and if you can compartmentalize that and appreciate fiction that is based upon uh, the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And F and go for it. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Double by the goddamned number one. It's a good title. It, it's a very Jason Aaron title for sure. <laughs> it certainly is. Our next book is The Dark Side War, Green Lantern number one. Uh, there's a credits page at some point in this comic. Nah. That's the last page. Uh, script by Tom King, art Doc Shanner, colors Chris Sotomayor, letters Tom Napolitano. I, uh, we did not like that Batman Dark Side War one shot. Mm, it was not really that amazing. No, it, but it had it had its problems, despite being fairly competent. But I uh, saw that this is written by Tom King, who writes Grayson Vision comic, which we read and and really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's art by Doc Shaner, who made the only thing out of Convergence that was good. The Shazam. That's a bold statement. Also correct. <laughs> Shazam. That Shazam uh, two part comic, which is great. Um, this is, if you're going to do this, kind of, these one-shots, uh, this is how you do it. I feel like this is, I mean, it, I'm not going to say it's groundbreaking. No. But it does, it is exactly what it, sh- it does exactly what it should do. You know, it tells a encapsulated story about Green Lantern and how, and how he encounters this old awesome power and, you know, it ends up embodying his character. Mm-hmm. It's, it didn't make like it, and it looks great, and the action's really fun and, and clever. You know, it's a Green Lantern fun, Green Lantern action stuff. Um, I'm a buy. 
I like it. It's good. It's ex- it executes very well. And Doc Shanner, yeah. Doc Shanner's art is always so great. That he's he's kind of a boss, isn't he? Was it just really obvious to you that that was time traveling Hal Jordan? Oh yeah, I knew that. Like we're almost like within like so I'm like, like oh his face isn't there. It's yeah, probably exactly. But it's I, I so obvious. It's it doesn't make the story necessarily. It doesn't like hurt. If you, you knowing that isn't necessarily gonna hurt, it doesn't hurt. No, the 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 storytelling. I kind of wanted to see. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. That it's more within his character to just sort of move on from that and mm-hmm. to not not try and be a god. And I I mean, I like that. I think that's a good observation. But I did think that was an interesting development. I don't necessarily think it's more interesting that he gives it up. It's still a good story, though. I still appreciate it. Um, I'm a buy. I'm just not terribly excited about it. Is that I kind of I kind of wish there was I kind of wish that this wasn't such a short story, but it is still fun. Yeah, I'd say a little bit of mush. Okay, but I mean, you know, Shaner is uh, he's 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 pretty well worth it. I thought it was Chris Sprouse at first. Good lord, they're How they're embarrassing. They, well, they're, they're kind of yeah, oh yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're total they're, they're total comic pros going for the same kind of thing. I think so, certainly. Very kind of golden age retroism, you know, in a slightly modern light. You know, it's it's always it's more like very heroic, mm-hmm. very you know clean. But that's how I would describe it. I would say, don't think I can go. I don't even know that I'll go as high as two. I'll go. Uh, let's look. I'll go one. Mush one, of one. Mush of yeah. one. Okay. Mush of one. It's very important. Yeah. Uh, so that would give us a double buy with a mush meter of point five on Dark Side Work number one. And I mean. I agree with you. I wish there was, honestly, uh, any, like, a DC series of Doc Shainer would be great. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that will happen at some point. But, uh, I mean, the way this series is constructed, all these one-shots, I'm guessing that Tom King was assigned to this and not necessarily came up with, you know, do what you want with Green Lantern and when he gets this power. So, it, it in that in that kind of framework, I think it's the best it could be. Yeah, it might even... The assignment might have even been just write an issue and everything's back to normal at the end. Yeah, I mean, you you, you get the... That's, yeah, 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 that's what much. happens here. Yeah, exactly. But it re- I, I like that it does reinforce it. And, it. and it's, you know, it's harm, heartwarming and charming and it looks beautiful. So double buy. Mush meter, 0. 0. 0.5! 0. 0.5! Woo! Woo! Our next comic is Harrow County, number seven. Written by Colin Bunn, art and lettering Tyler Crook. Uh, Tales of Harrow County, script by Tyler Crook, the art by Kat Ferris. Uh, I've been reading this, Harrow County. I've re- really been enjoying it. I, I don't know how well you can pick up this one and just get started, but I feel like we should at least take a look at it and we can discuss it. I think it's relatively clear at least what's happening here. Yeah. Just from context that there's two sisters and they both have some kind of weird supernatural powers in a strange rural very supernatural horror horror world Mm -hmm. and the sisters are kind of i don't know they're kind of at some sort of supernatural war with each other that's it's creeping me out yeah i was it's uh, i don't really read a lot of horror comics i i think we've we i think spiral was the and that was a manga it's the only horror kind of book we've read for like book club Right, we, right. We probably have read something in floppies that I just can't can't remember anything. You can you remember the any? only other thing is Gotham by Midnight. Right. I can think of that is yeah, uh, that's a horror book too. 
can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but it's, I mean, they're, it's rare. It's a rare genre. I don't know why. I mean, I guess you could call Six Gun. Or The Walking Dead. Also, yeah, it's, zombie's really its own genre now, even though, like, it is technically horror. It's just, it's like it's bigger than all other horror combined. Yeah, horror's doing, I mean, for the few horror books out there, they're doing pretty well. I mean, like, there's mm-hmm. Scott Snyder's Witches, yeah. Why, which I haven't read, but. Witches. Witches, it's it's done well. Um, I mean, Hellboy, do you want to call Hellboy books horror books? I guess technically you can. I mean, to, to 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 be fair, that's what Sandman was labeled as for a long time, because there's still no word for whatever the fuck Sandman is. But I really like this series. Uh, I don't necessarily, I don't really read a bunch of horror, um, because it, it, I don't usually it doesn't actually work. Like horror comics, generally just like, yeah, that's you know, it's grisly or something, and I don't feel, you know, it doesn't necessarily make me feel creepy. Colin can write some good horror. I can't remember that other book that he wrote. Hellbreak? Apart from... Is that the one you're talking about? Hellbreak? The one where they go to hell? uh, I don't think so. It was about... That was more of an action Some kind of virus or cult or something. I I can't remember. Um, The Vanessa Del Rey. Uh, It was really good. You didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I actually enjoyed the first issue. Yeah. Colin can do some strong... Some strong, strong horror stuff. He's very, very good at it. Obviously, you know how I feel about The Sixth Gun. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing book. Uh, what do you feel about the art? I really like it, especially in this I, context. I, no, I, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, of the Mr. Crook, the Mr. Tyler Crook. Is he credited as Mr. Tyler Crook? I think it's just Tyler Crook. Well, he, he when I met him, he was like, I'm Mr. Tyler Crook, and all of his signs say Mr. Tyler Crook. That's his the, Twitter the, Twitter handle, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I think he's, that's he's, why he brands himself, you know, so people will find right. him online. Well, he's maybe, but it's uh, I, I think it's a Mister T scenario. Oh, is it? Okay, I got it. He he wants the first word out of your mouth to be Mister. Yeah, yeah. You need a title, I, exactly. But uh, his his style really, I like it a lot for this particular because it kind of my kind of notion about it clashes with what's being shown like when i see his style presented in this context of like horrific monsters and you know bloody gore it there's like a uh a clash there you know it's it's a it's it's it, it oh, what is the word that i'm trying to think t.s Eliot. t.s Eliot. t.s Eliot. uh his uh it kind of he's always using as an example for it um i can't remember my brain doesn't well, work I, I barely slept I, last I, night I, no, well, you mean this morning. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but w- I, I really enjoy it. I, do you sort of mean the juxtaposition? Yeah, sort of that. It's not that. You, those, I, I those are not the words. Not the word. Yeah, I figured that was not the word you it, were looking for. It gets the gist across. Cognitive dissonance. Okay. That's what it makes. Me, that's how it makes me feel. Because hmm. I feel like his art is very pretty and idyllic, but then there's monsters. You know, and, and, and rotten food and worms and stuff like that. So that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. It came to me. There you go. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy this entire series. Go check it out, guys. We haven't read, I, you know, it was hidden behind the Dark Horse app for a long time, but now it's on nice, neat comicsology. So we're gonna be reading it. It's you worth know. reading. Yeah. You can actually, you can actually read it. And you people who buy, you know, actual comic books, it's not a concern for you, but. Nope. I would definitely, I'm gonna buy. It's not a concern for you, baby boomers. 
Are you are you a straight buy on this one? Or? Oh, for uh, for sure. Okay, for oh for show for show. That's a mm-hmm. double buy on Harrow County number seven. I, I, go pick them all up, guys. Go look. Go go get that book. It's really I, and they have little little tiny one page stories in the back of each one, like the stories from Harrow County, and they're all like little tiny encapsulated like horror Twilight Zoney things. I really like them. Do it for Crook and Bun. Good law firm law law firm name. I was gonna say they sound like a country music duo to me. That too, and I mean it makes sense in this context of Harrow County as well because the Collins a Southern boy. South Carolina, I believe so. The wrong Carolina. <laughs> Why is this? Okay, Comicsology does it. I just we just sang the praises of Comicsology, and now it doesn't want to make me. What well, does not want to let me read comics? That's a problem. It is an issue. Is that a pun? It can be. You need just need a you need a sound effect of an instant rim shot to play. It's time to restart my iPad. <laughs> it does it a lot when you're using it. Does it do it when you read? No, never. Just get stage fright. That's Must the problem. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you installed the latest iOS on it? Yeah, I have. So that's the way it works. Is a new iPad came out, so all the old ones stop working. Yep, exactly. They like, go buy a new one. Yep. That's that's how, that's that's what it says. You uh, <laughs> you you check uh, you check the the forums for how to fix your iPad, and it says get eight hundred dollars in cash, buy a new iPad. Done. I'm good with this one. That's enough. That's a lot of money. Nah. No, not at all. Nah. Nah. Paid five hundred dollars for a Sensic that doesn't friggin' work. Well, I like my things working in general. Well, I I like things to be broken because oh. I like to feel stupid. Uh, come on, buddy. Come on. There we go. There. Good job. You have encouraging. That a boy. That a boy. Good boy. Well, we are reading our first uh, Marvel book is Secret Wars, number seven. Written and designed Jonathan Hickman, art Isad Ribbit, colors Ives Forcina, letters Clayton Cowles, production Idette Weingor, uh, the penultimate issue, supposedly. Um, and stuff's popping off. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel as much about this one as I do, but I, it, it's fine. But yeah. it doesn't, it's, you know, it's setting the stage for this, you know, the, for issue eight and... The reveal of Maximus as the prophet makes sense, but I didn't really like how it was handled. No, it's just here he is. Hey, it's this guy. I think that this is this issue is this this rising action, you know, right, leading to the climax. It never, it's never a good issue. I mean, we had the same problems with uh, Infinity, and I think events are just like that. You know, you can't deliver every single issue being like absolutely amazing. But it certainly gets the point across. It's easy, I think, to be flat on this one, though. Yeah, there's nothing necessarily bad about it. It's just a lot of like, I'm here for for like, I like the, rev- the revelations and the, like the conflict with Doom and all that. But most of this is just like a punching issue, mm-hmm. and you know, and a lot of it dealing with characters we have not been following because we have not been reading consistently most of the tie-ins, mm-hmm. and you know. I, you know, the the page the, the page at the end that says next and has a giant Ben Grimm punching Galactus, I wanted that in this one. Mm-hmm. It did not happen. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I'm a buy on the event. And I guess that, that means, you know, I'm a buy on this issue, even though I think it's fine. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. You said Ribbis Art still looks good. It's just, you know, there's nothing as dynamic. There's nothing that surprising to me in this one. You know, I, I didn't, the whole Sinister and Captain Marvel, like, turning on. Like I I I couldn't even follow that when it was happening. So I, like we never got motivation for why what was happening there. 
and now that you know there's infighting with all these barons and stuff that was never given really much attention in this comic if it was in the tie-ins that's fine but for the most part we've been reading this and that was mostly about you know doom and valeria and you know reed and spider-man and you know the, those you know the core group you don't really you saw bits and pieces of the stuff outside of it and this one isn't really focusing on that it is about all that stuff on the outside which i don't care about as much so I, i'm a buy should I put mush on it? I don't know. I feel like a mushy, but you know, it's... I no. I think that you said it right. We were ex- we felt exactly the same on Infinity. Yeah. That like five of six, we we're like, eh, it's leading up to the end. It's it's fine, really. The ending is bound to be good. I certainly hope so. I would be surprised if it was After bad. All the delays, and I would hope that it would be momentous. I have suspicions about what happens, but we'll see. Um, so double buy? Is that what? Of course. Double? I think that's the, I, I really think it's the right call. Okay. Secret Wars number seven. Um, you know, I'm still really strong on Secret Wars as a whole. Absolutely. But seven is, you know. This is not so bad to undo the rest. And I, I'm, no, I'm confident, not... I'm confident that this will, will be vindicated. Number eight will be excellent. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Double buy. Secret Wars number seven. Our final book of the week is all new, all different Avengers, number one. Come on, there we go. Written by Mark Wade, art Adam Kubert, colors Sonia Oback, letters Corey Pettit. Was it just me, or did this feel like this comic book was over before it started? Yeah, there's... Like, I... Yeah. There was not very much in this comic. Mm-mm. Like, a good... It seems like a half of it is uh, Captain America, you know, hanging out with Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. It's very fluffy. Not a whole lot. It's very padded. Yeah, and then there's the the aliens conspiracy thing getting set up. Don't didn't really do much for me. Um, I think the best thing about this is the the Miss Marvel comic at the end. Yeah, exactly. Hey, look, this comic that you like more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they? Who's doing the? I hope I I. It looks familiar to me. There it is. No, it doesn't look familiar at all because I remember looking at that and like, who's Mahmoud Asrar? Right, Asrar. Yeah, that's a name I do not recognize. It's really good though. Yeah, it looks nice. And then yes, the 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 little mini Miss Marvel Nova comic at the end is mm-hmm. is the best part of this. Yeah, I I, I can't. I, I I was really excited about all new all different Avengers when after I read that the uh, free comic book day comic. I thought that was really good. You saw all the team members kind of interacting and stuff, and that's kind of what I want in an Avenger book. This is mainly just like, hey, Spider-Man getting punched, Miles Morales mm-hmm. getting punched, and... It was just sort of every character showing up and saying, hey, it's not a lot of point to it. No, and I, the alien dude, mm-hmm. it just seems like so generic, I don't... Yeah, it's, he's, he it's was in all... No, he was in an issue of Nova. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, then why isn't he fight like why isn't Nova fighting him in this? That would make so much more sense, uh, you know, to introduce him. I mean, it's not bad, and it, like it looks nice. I think it, the characters sound true to me. Like I think I don't think there's anything categorically bad about it, but it just there's no. nothing happens. There's not. It's very uneventful. Like this should be a big new, a big all new, all different Avengers number one. And it's I was like, wait, it's, that's it? It's over? Like and it, and it costs five dollars. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I mean, I like, and I like this team. I like, but there's not this, I don't know. I, I'm probably going to check in. We'll, we'll probably keep read the, a few of these. I don't, I'm not sure how this Avengers is going to work. It's a weird getting used to a new Avengers main, ma- the main Avengers team that does, isn't related to like three other books. 
like Hickman had. So we'll be, we'll be checking in, but I'm a do not buy on this one. I, you can pass on this. There's nothing in it that's you can't understand from reading. You probably start with number two and probably get the good, the same thing. I don't know, man. I really, I really like this Kamala story. I like it a lot. Is it worth five dollars? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's really good though. It is really good. I, like I agree. I like it, but I I don't like it enough to warrant buying this comic over another one. I I feel you there. It's it just I think I don't know. I think Wade did a good job on it. It's it's a really cute story. I just really like it, and I well, he's got a good handle on Kamala. Like he does. He, I want to I want to see more like that. I thought it was really fun. I liked her interaction. I liked her interaction with uh, with Nova. And, I like that we could see what both of them are thinking. I thought that worked really well. It's really, it's really, really cute. It is. I. It'll be collected. I, I, it'll be collected in some car, uh, some nice Marvel so. trade somewhere, probably. I hope so. I, I, I hate to. I, I would feel irresponsible just not agree, just doing anything other than agreeing with you, though, because the whole first half of this book not good. It it just nothing happens. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like it's just like, hey, Captain America is trying to deal with PR stuff, and it it really is. It's just like it's like fifteen pages of establishing shots, and that's it. It's really poor. Yeah, I no, I I agree with you. Don't 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 buy this book. Just start with number two or like read yeah. it at the store. Yeah, go look at the back. Look at the Miss Marvel story. <laughs> Just rip it out and pay half price. They let you do that now in comic book stores? I have it on uh, good faith that they do not. Oh, oh. They ask, they ask you to leave. Oh. <laughs> they say, what are, why are you destroying prop- our property? You have to pay for that, sir. Please go home. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Horrid. Horrid. Did you read anything else this week? Did not have time to. There's so many things I want to check out, including the uh, Jason Latour written issue of uh, set of bastards yeah i have it i've not read it with uh it has uh foghorn leghorn on the cover it does that's i think that's the that's the um kia chicken yeah the kia chicken there you go such a fucking idiot (laughs) god damn that bald idiot i also i bought a kurosagi corpse delivery service the hell is that is on is on the dark horse they had a dark horse sale um so it's it's a manga I heard okay. I heard things about it, and I thought I, it was like four dollars. So I'm gonna check. I, I heard it. See it. I think it was Dark Horse sale. I don't know. There was a sa- it. It was on sale. Comicsology. The important thing is it was on sale. It was on sale. I did not have to pay full price for it. The best things in life are on sale. Well, they can be. You just gotta give them the right time. I think. Uh, I think we're about to talk about something that was. Certainly not on sale that no. we we just paid full price for. Oh, I paid full price for it twice. Actually, I paid more than full price for it one of those times. Excellent. Let's let yeah okay floppies over for now until next week. There'll be more. There's always more comics. Mm-hmm. Always end of time. There'll be cockroaches and comic books. Co- uh, comic books written by cockroaches. Kafka s there. Mm-hmm. I have the uh, the comic book adaptation of of Metamorphosis. The, by by Robert Crumb. Is it? Yeah, I think so. It's Crumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a a whole book of uh, of Kafka. He did illustrations for like the Hunger Artist and other silly stuff. I hate Kafka so much. I like Kafka a lot. I hate you. <laughs>
My brother also really likes Kafka, and I'm like, ugh, ugh. I haven't read I haven't read anything by him in a, in a while, so it might have aged a little bit for me. But it, it definitely spoke to me as a college student. I, I really enjoyed everything. Okay, well, well oh, we don't. This is not Kafka hour. Don't need to talk about Kafka as much. It's, it's just too Kafka ass. Too Kafka. <laughs> okay. With that, we could jump over to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I will talk about what we've been up to during the week. Uh, I just put big capital letters. If you want to talk about anything else, Eric, you are welcome. But uh, Fallout, we, 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 Fallout we have, 4 we, came right, out this week. We have week. other things to talk about, but we might as well start with that. Fallout 4 came out this week. Um, I uh, It's a very good game. I like it a lot. Uh, no surprises there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically they took 3, which is probably my favorite game ever. And then made it better. It looks better. They made it easier to in a lot of ways. Like they made the systems better in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's cleaned up a lot. Um, it, there's the same depth of world building and atmosphere that I really enjoy. I like the changes uh, they made to your characters. Like the I like that they talk. Mm, I I I kind of don't. I I I like my guy having a voice. Like I don't like everyone talks about immersion. Like I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily play them like "quote unquote" role playing games. You know, I don't go like, "Oh, this dude is going to make this decision." A lot of the time, I just go, "What's the coolest thing that could happen?" And I go for that. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the voice actors are the male voice actors. Good. I haven't played as a female character yet. You didn't uh, play as Fem Shep, Fem Wanderer, uh, Fem 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 Dweller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, her. She's good too. I don't. I like the mat. I. I I like the Mass Effect quick and simple four dialogue choices things. I I I, I mean Fallout Three was yeah. I I don't need to scroll through forty different responses to make sure I get the exact one I want when the result is probably going to be roughly the same. Yeah, that doesn't really change too much. But uh, unless you you fail a uh, well, you just quick save right before. A, 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 yeah, uh, when you fail your diplomacy check and you always win. Just keep quick, really quick save, save scum it all the time. Hell yeah, that's yeah. what you, that's what Fallout Four is about. In Fallout yep. Three, save scum all the time. Saves. Yep. Oh no, I'm about to fight some giant thing I've never seen before. Save right here. Yeah, okay. I was, I was I was watching you nuke that giant monster. That was actually very funny. Yeah, that thing. See, that's something you need to talk about. Oh yes. Well, I mean, they're connected for the most part. Mm-hmm. I uh, I last night, yesterday and last night. I uh played this I, morning. This morning, you you're calling it last night. It's this morning. That's I guess. Well, it was last night too. It was last night too. No, I I woke up and you were still doing it for about ten minutes. Yeah, I gave up. Uh, That's okay. I, I gave you money. I appreciate that. We the children appreciate your donation. Children don't appreciate anything. <laughs> I was I I did an extra live stream. Uh, which is mostly Fallout 4. I play, I played a few other games in, 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 in the middle of some, a little bit, but, and I stopped at about 6 a.m. roughly because I had been playing by myself Fallout 4 for like six hours, and I was just like, okay. And you had gone to sleep, but though you're still logged in, but you were, I'm fairly certain we're not watching while you slept. I, uh, I, yeah, apparently I just forgotten to log out or something. But it, I, when you say goodnight, I know you're not. Well, that's your name, but you're you're actually sleeping. Uh, uh, I was I was legitimately, uh, yeah, I was out. Yeah, so I was just like uh, hanging out by myself playing Fallout Four, uh, which is fine. But I was very tired. I'm like, I need we need I I we needed to do this today, so I, I 
I mm-hmm. erred on the side of sleep. Uh, but we, we were successful to raise some money for uh, Extra Life for the uh, Children's Miracle Network. It's always good. Any amount of helps, I'll post a link in show notes if you guys, st- I mean, they still take donations. Um, how many hours have you put in? Uh, only about 10. Let me check my Steam thing and I'll tell you exactly what Steam thinks I put in. 15 hours! Nice! <laughs> You're, Not too bad. You're happy. Yeah, I'm like level 12. Guess how many hours I put in. This came out on Tuesday, less than a uh, week at the time this has been released. Well, you took, you came out Tuesday? I thought it came out, it came out Monday night? Midnight, yeah. No, it, ca- it came out midnight Monday morning. Yeah, well, that's Tuesday. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sunday night is when it came out. No, it did not. Are you sure? Positive. People cheated by using VPNs to make people think, make Steam think they were in New Zealand or something so they could play early Monday morning. That was Tuesday? Tuesday. When I was watching you play that shit? Yes, Tuesday. That's okay. correct. Whatever I, the day is. I took Tuesday off, so I know it was Tuesday. I took a day off of work. Yep. Oh my god, you're such a re Yeah. You took a day off of work to play Half-Life. Fallout 4, not Half-Life. I, I I cannot talk. I'm sorry. I keep calling it Half-Life. Half-Life Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> it's called Fallout 4. I'm stupid. No, yeah. How many hours do you think I put in? Well, you did play it all night. I did. You're right. So I'm going to say that you averaged probably 15 hours from that and nine hours before. So I'm going to say 25 hours roughly. 43 hours. Fuck you, really? Yes. I guess I I forgot to think of the, all those other days. <laughs> all those days in between where I played it for like four hours a night. God Almighty! Or more. Jesus Christ, you're 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 you have a problem. I I I and I have barely scratched the surface. Of there's what, a lot in that game for there, sure. There's a bunch. Um, I have barely gotten to the part where uh, I've rescued Valentine. He is awesome. He's a cool character. He's just fucking cool as shit. He's cooler than any of the characters, Re, I think, any of the companions. Well, they were kind of flat, honestly. Like, I really liked, uh, what was the ghoul's name? I really liked him. Um, um, I know what you're talking about. I cannot remember yeah. his name. This is when you buy out from slavery, basically. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And then he goes and kills his former. <laughs> he does. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, no, but I, all the companions in this are better than any, I think, than, than better than most of the, the writing in general is more, is solid. The voice acting is better. Animation is better. Crafting, oh my god, I'm, I, my guns are crazy now. I've got gun nut perks. I've got all kinds of crazy mods on my guns. It's awesome. I have barely even dipped my toe into that at this point. I've modded like a couple of things and have not had time to test them out. I have a, I have a silence sniper. Uh, 50 cal sniper which i don't think actually works in real life but uh it doesn't matter i can just uh, pop super mutants heads off from you know 100 yards and it's important they don't know what's happening yeah my whole steam all my steam friends everyone's just like fallout 4 no, I... fallout 4 fallout 4 everyone's popping up it, it it set the record for most simultaneous uh people playing the same game or at least third party. Dota too had set the record. Has the like it's over a million. But Fallout, mm-hmm. I believe Fallout Four had like over six hundred thousand people or something like that at the same time. I don't know. It was a lot. It, it's 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 got the power to stop nerds from masturbating. I was going to say there's also a hit to one Pornhub or RedTube or one of those sites. One one of those one of those sites that you use to masturbate. Yep, precisely. 
Um, they took a big, big hit to, people were like, eh, Fallout 4 first. Mm-hmm. Get to that, <laughs> go back. Uh, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a great game. I'm gonna play it for a lot more time. I am enjoying it more and more as I go along. I do, I don't like the, uh, I prefer a silent, uh, protagonist. A, yeah, silent protagonist. Just simply, it's, it's, <laughs> it's easier to project yourself onto that. And I, it's awkward, you know? He's, he's so empty and has no character. He's not like Shepard, who has a character and you can just sort of control it one way or the other. Yeah. And I, 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 I mean, people talk about Fallout 3 in that same way, where you didn't have necessarily have a character like Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, that's not what I play these games for. No, it's, it's true. But I think that a big part of Fallout 3 that really worked for me is you're dropped into a really strange world. It is thoroughly mysterious, and the whole joy of it is figuring out how the hell it works. Absolutely. And I think cinema scenes at the beginning in explaining so much of the story, it kind of hurts it. I, I want it to, to, to really pull no punches and... I don't know, and, and maybe it's just because we've experienced so much Fallout Three at this point that it's most it's people really, are, it's really evident what's well, going on. Most people are criticizing it for the other for the other reason, like it That's, doesn't do enough handholding. They're wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, Fall, I, Fallout not... Fallout is all about fuck you, figure it out. You're going through the wasteland, picking up garbage, and you don't know why. Well, I know. I I like the fact that I've been like monsters are dropping unique loot, and I'm ignoring that so I can carry another three microscopes uh, so that I can scrap them for glass and steel. It's very important. I put kitten paintings all over my house in Diamond City. I haven't even gotten the 2,000 caps yet. I Caps are not important really anymore because everything, no, the best stuff the, is what you find. Evolution, right, that's the evolution of the thing. Like it's important at first and then it becomes less important. I mean, you can still get, I mean, I need grenades and shotgun shells. There's not enough of those. But other than that, the grenade thing itself is so much better. In fact, you can, they're not, they're not, a, a, they're equipped separately from your gun. You throw grenades. Like, it's, mm-hmm. the combat itself is so much better. It's not like, it's not like Call of Duty or anything, but you can play it like a shooter. You don't have mm-hmm. to use VATS for every, although I still use VATS a lot because it's fun watching people's heads explode. Slow motion. It's also very helpful to, you know, you can use it to react to a lot of situations quickly. When a ride scorpion pops out of the ground three feet in front of your face. Well, more, I think it's more when, like, you have three targets all, all over the place, and they're all within range where you can headshot all of them, but it's a little tough to move that quickly with your damn mouse, but Vats will take care of it, and well, that's all of them. I, I enjoy it a lot, and I think there's a lot of good to be said for it. Have you ever had any, uh, the other big thing about it is there are bugs, of course. There's always the Bethesda game glitchy, buggy stuff. This is, this has been, my smoothest experience yet. It's smoother than even uh, Skyrim. It's yeah, smoother than Skyrim. Way smoother than Fallout Three, which will still not play on my system. Well, uh, yeah, the, despite any fixes, it's mine runs, but it's weird. It doesn't run yeah. like it normally. Sh- like Steam doesn't recognize the fact that it's playing. It, so I I still only have eight minutes on Steam in Fallout Three. Mine does continually have the problem that it will it will close the program whenever I uh, move a little too rapidly. 
Um, I'm not really sure how to explain it because it, it, it has happened several times, like three to five times it's happened, but, uh, I'm not sure what causes it. It's something that I'm doing in windows. that's causing it to, to minimize and think that I'm trying to do something outside the program. It's frustrating. I had that happen a while, for a while. Like it was all tabbing basically. Mm-hmm. And I, just, it, it, that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. That's what happened to me, but I, it just stopped. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't think I necessarily did anything to stop it. Um, I, I don't know. Like fallout Four. like there, I have run into some bugs, some glitches where I've had to reload saves. Um, just because like your gun doesn't show, like I've, I've like my gun will not appear on the screen. So I don't know what I have equipped or, you know, things like, like you know, there's obviously the clipping, like bodies falling through objects and your your dog meat will like his legs back legs will be straight up in the air mm-hmm. and he's just floating there you know stuff like that but i, I don't know like i take that as a, it just the, this world is so open and so big and there's so many things that can happen in it mm-hmm. that it's kind of impossible like someone did the the math and like for it, you the entire world bug testing this couldn't possibly do all the potential things that are in the game yeah, like for a million years or something, because there's it, the 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 potentialities are so enormous. Like it doesn't matter; they could have a, a Q18 that's a hundred times the size, it still wouldn't find anything. You know, it wouldn't find everything. They yeah. still would have problems. So you know, I I have, I have not had anything game breaking. So no, I'm, I'm it's I've been very smooth for a Bethesda game. Fallout 3 especially, it was pretty bad. It, I had multiple crashes, you know. It was a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of problems with uh, with Fallout 3. I think they've come a long way. Yeah, and this is, people are like, oh, well, why don't they fix those things? I'm like, well, they can't. This is what, like, they could make a smaller scope game, I'm sure, and eliminate more bugs, but they want to make a big open game that you can do most anything. You can just go collect flowers and fill up your house with them if you want to. I got magazine racks in my house too. Just put all my magazines in them. Cool. I've been grabbing all the Bolt Tech lunch boxes. It really appeals to the retarded collector in you, doesn't it? It does a lot. That's half the fun, honestly. Mm-hmm. All the quantum, it, it, all the quantum it, colas. It's a, it's a big deal. It's important. <laughs> uh, so double buy Fallout Four. Uh, <laughs> if you're one of the seven people on Earth who have not bought and played Fallout Four yet, yeah. I mean, I, it's not going to change your mind. It, I, there's some people say, like, I don't like those Bethesda games. I'm like, well, you're not going to like this because it's exactly that. I mean, it's a smoother experience and they've, you know, they really, oh, a new person just started playing Fallout 4. Um, <laughs> but. I wonder how many, how many of my friends are doing it right now. I have two playing. Three more who own it. I only have one, only one is playing it. Oh, and it's, it's. It's your wife. Yep. Well, she's, it's paused right now. At, she's uh, modding a pistol. That's important to do. It's very important, but it, it's I don't know. I'm gonna play this game for a long time. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get inside our heads. It's it is good. Is there any other experiences you want to you want to mention before we move on? Have you seen Master of None? I have seen a lot of people raving about it. It is excellent. Okay. It's it is Aziz Ansari's new show. It is available now. If you have Netflix, you already have. All of it that there is, watch all of it. It's really, really good. Okay, it well, will give it'll give you the feels. His parents are in it. I know that that was a big thing about it. Yeah, his real, actual parents. They're uh, they're they're funny. What What are your thoughts on Aziz before you see watch the show? 
I was a lot flatter on him. Like, okay. I think that his stand-up is good, but not amazing. This show is the best thing he's ever done, and it really shows a lot more depth to his character. Okay. It's, it's very well-written, nicely character-driven. It goes places you don't expect it to go, and it really legitimately says something. It's a lot like Louie and a lot like uh, Marin. Marin. Yeah, it's a lot like both of those. I think it's better than either of them, honestly. Mm, that's saying something. It really is. Like, I think that Louis is a little too... Self-serious? Not... No, kind of the opposite thing. Oh, okay. I mean, when it, when it is, it is, you know? But it's, it's too... It's, it's too... It's, it's, it's like Louis C.K. when he's being at his most self-deprecating. Right. It's, it's so much that. You know, it's it's either about him being self-deprecating or it's about silly slapstick hyper-reality. When Master of None is is really, I mean, it's really about saying something. It it really has something to say. You know, it it gets into a lot of things about relationships with, uh, you know, you know, romantic relationships. And the second or third episode was about their dads who were both you know their first uh first generation immigrants you know they they both uh like one of them left taiwan and the other one you know his, his dad left india and it's about them growing up in india and taiwan and being fucking poor as hell and coming to america and improving their life and giving their children this life and it's really really interesting mostly because you, you watch it and you're like good god Dads are the same everywhere. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's it's good. You will you will you you would you would enjoy it. I'd be shocked if you didn't like it. Is it half hour or hour? I think they're half hour episodes, and there's only like eleven of them or something. Okay, but it is out. yeah, absolutely. They are good though. They are solid, and I I could not recommend it more. I'll, I'll need to check it out because I felt I, that's my like I wasn't sure about people who are just like yeah I really like Aziz already so I like a show mm -hmm. but I felt like yeah he's fine you know but that's really where I was coming to it I think that he's fine I enjoy him in Parks and Rec I enjoy his his stand up but I don't think any of it's stellar like I don't think that he is he is a top top talent in in, in that stand up comedy world. But this is this is full on excellent. It is it is literally in my eyes better than than either Louis or Marin, which it is clearly sort of patterned after. But it 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 does a better job. It's good. It's excellent. I like that it doesn't it doesn't pattern itself. It they they very quickly find out what it is they're trying to say, and they say it very well. He co-wrote it with a guy named Alan Yang, who I'm not familiar with. I should probably look him up. I don't know him, but uh, he—they—they're a good team. They did a really good job. Cool. I've never seen his face before. <laughs> well, I have to. I'll have to look at it. I have to look at that. First. I could not. I could not be more excited to recommend it. Okay. He apparently wrote for Parks and Rec too. Makes sense. Makes yeah. It works for me. All right. You want to talk about some murder? Apparently, <laughs> filthy murder. We we'll get some. We we'll get our feelings out about about some some killing, some punishing. Mm -hmm. It is time. We're checking in. Over. It is time for our final segment. It's time for Nerd Boy Book Club. 
Nerd Boy Book Club is a part show, and Eric and I will assign a longer collected work and read it in depth like you would a book club, discuss it, analyze it, get our feelings out there. This week we are reading volumes 4, 5, and 6, issues 19 through 36 of Punisher Max by Garth Ennis. Uh, art on this is Leandro Fernandez and Goran Parlov. Uh, you were negative, first three trades. Has your opinion changed at all, Eric? Somewhat. Okay. I think that it's. I think these stories are are better. They are a little problematic in some <laughs> places, uh, but I do think that they're stronger. You know, they he's starting to figure out what makes a good Punisher story, and it's just really having more and more deplorable villains, which is really Ennis's strong suit. Yeah, his his strong suit is not being um, open minded and worldly and progressive. No, no, certainly not. He is. Uh, he is a racist homophobe. I was like, I was gonna add. That was my next question. Like problematic. Yeah. yeah. And like, and I it's, think... it's problematic in the way a lot of Carthenis comic books are. Yes, I, I, I don't really. I don't know. I, I don't have. I'm willing to forgive people their their foibles in terms of this stuff. I'm not like the internet lynch mob. It is a story, you know. At the end of the day problematic or not but there's definitely racism in here and he has some i don't know <coughs> if i was going to give garth ennis a genre i think his genre would be toxic masculinity <laughs> yeah i think that's pretty accurate honestly yeah and i think sometimes he just goes a little too far and it actually just becomes that mm-hmm. you know that he in his attempts to you know portray it Often and criticize it at times. Mm-hmm. It 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 kind of goes past it into self parody, you know, yeah. where it's it it isn't aware. It's it's not as self aware as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is you'll you kind of in this one these books you you start seeing yeah they're like just Punisher is a bad person. You uh, give him someone so bad that you're rooting for the Punisher. Yeah. People who, uh, you know, sex traffickers, sex worker traffickers, like sex and slavery, basically. Yeah. Um, sex slavers. Yeah. Um, people who dig up, uh, Frank's, uh, jo- dead children and wife and pee on their, their skeletons. It's just so stupid and comical. It is. There's, there is a, I mean, and that's the thing about in Garth Ennis comics a lot, along with like the ultra violence, there's also like a slapsticky. Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, that's in, it's in Preacher and it's in here. You know, it's just like villains are like the fact that the that the that mobster his he gets that unkillable dude's sister, like that would be in a movie they just have the dude play her with a wig on, like that. Is, yeah, it's and that I that I was also like problematic. Yes, problematic stuff like that. Where I don't know, I don't think like I don't I, I, the racism stuff is weird in this. It is really weird. I mean. <laughs> One of the things that I see pretty consistently with Europeans, they don't have the same history with it that we do. No, that's true. Um, and I think we're kind of, we're especially sensitive to the treatment of, of black people in media in, in America that it, I think it bothers, bothers us more. There's actually a really interesting episode of Master of None where he and another Indian friend of his are trying out for a part in a movie and they like both of them. And they're like, well, why don't we hire both of them? And the email, they accidentally copy Aziz on it. 
and they make a joke. They say, well, we need to curry his favor, making a curry joke. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, we can't have two Indians in it. It would be like the Indian guy movie. But anyway, Aziz's response was, you know, it's not like if this happened to black people, people would actually care and they would mobilize about it. No one cares about Indians and, you know, East Asians and people don't care about that. They just sort of ho-hum and shrug it off. No, that, yeah. I, I think that that's kind of the way it is with a lot of this stuff outside of the United States. That we, we feel like we're really terrible when we're actually kind of better about holding ourselves accountable for this shit. Yeah, I mean, we're still, I mean, it's so bad. It's, no, of, it, of it, course it's problematic because there's problematic people everywhere. But, but we're like, certainly you, better. This if, is If we go, if you go to a football game in America, and let's say your team, the opposing team has a black player on it, the crowd does not often chant racial epithets at him. If he, you know, if he's helpful in defeating the team, they'll boo. And I'm certain some of the people are, you know, will say racist things. The, the entire stadium will not be ch- chanting it like you often hear at soccer games in Europe. Yeah. Like, like Germany has had problems with like openly Nazi, pro-Nazi sections of soccer games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, I think that, I don't know. I, I, I don't think Garfenis is like purposely trying to be offense, like purposely no. racist. I don't think so. I mean, it, it just sort of is. It's him writing gangbangers and. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, I think he would probably even make the argument that, like, what's wrong? I mean, there are going to be black gangsters and criminals and all these things. Well, the, the, the proper counter argument to that is, do we really need more of that? Does it really, I mean, you're a writer. Use your imagination. It's literally what you're there to do. <laughs> Try, try, be fucking creative. Be better. But no, exactly. And I'm willing to look past it just simply because it is kind of a European thing. They don't. They have different diversity where everyone is sort of walled off in their own little world and they don't mix as much. Everyone is where their great great grandfather was and they're going to fucking die there too. And they all make fun of each other. They're all fucking mean as shit. We had this conversation a little bit when we talked about Asterix. Yeah, we did. That it's it's just it just sort of is their culture. It was like when you look at the 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 Charlie Hebdo uh, cartoons. To us, they look horrible. To them, it's it's just sort of it's what their satire looks like. It's what it just sort of is their culture. And while it's gross, and I hope we don't ever start doing that or it becomes acceptable. I I I don't know. I'm it's difficult for me to judge it outside of saying I don't need it at here, if that makes sense. Well, it's not. It, it's so not of us, you know, yeah. of our culture that it, you know, you coming at it as an outsider. It even with valid criticism, it it's not going to necessarily do anything. Like mm-hmm. you know, no, you know, some French guy is not going to go. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, I'll stop my behavior that I've it's been ingrained in me since I was a child because yeah. An American person that's criticizing me. It's it's no, of course not. It would be like expecting my grandfather uh, to have of. I mean, he's a product of his time and his culture, and we're we're a product of our our sissy liberal times. And I'm <laughs> I'm 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 okay with that. You know, I'm I'm okay with a little bit more kindness in the world, and hopefully these ideas stretch on. It just goes to show you that you know the civil rights movement and 
all that shit has worked. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just hasn't affected everyone equally. No, it's getting better. Yeah, that's the way people often. Okay, well, I guess that we can segue into Barracuda. <sighs> yeah, that's the that that that's really my biggest problem. Okay, the black the black gangbangers, I can see past. Barracuda is a little icky in uh, in this book. I, I have. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a monster. He's a gross. Uh, uh, like it, it gets worse. This is we. He well, yeah. It's I mean, we saw him in Fury Max, and he uh, did deplorable, awful, disgusting things in that book. Mm-hmm. And we see him in here. This is his introduction. This is, came out before Fury Max. Um, I I don't know. Like it's it's always weird. It's hard to like parse when he is really interesting i really you know he's a compelling character uh, as a villain as an antagonist to frank castle because in a lot of ways he's like a physical equal mm-hmm. and he is willing to do things that frank isn't you know like he will go to links that frank would not go to which is part of the like oh yeah well now we see per- people that are more monstrous than frank is so frank doesn't seem so bad anymore uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he gets mercilessly guns down hundreds of people, but, you know, we don't, we see him, you know, he doesn't enslave people. He doesn't, you know, just murder, uh, a, a, a dump of, of a person's body because they've, you know, not use of him in, of, of, to him anymore, you know, stuff like that. And, it, but a lot of ways, Barracuda embodies like so many racist, like a, racist stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It's, you're, it, it, you're like, yes, I know there are people like that, and yeah, I don't know, and it's an interesting counterpoint to Frank, who is very much like crew cut, green beret, you know, mm-hmm. white guy, Mister America. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't, I still like, like I still like Barracuda as a character. I think that handled right, he could be better when he's not just about like, <laughs> when he's not just about like racism. Yeah. When he has, like, real motivations. I mean, he could be, like, an interesting and vibrant villain, you know? And, the, like, there are scenes that are genuinely entertaining. Like, this this page where he kicks the woman into the ocean. It's so horrible, but it makes me laugh. He just, and he kills a cobra, just, like, grabs a cobra and, and just, whacks yeah, its just head. smacks its head against the pole. It's so stupid. It's so funny. But it just, like, ugh. I don't know. He's just so such a gross character. Yeah, he is gross, and I and I don't know like that making and it's not like there aren't gross white characters in this. Like mm-hmm. the slavers, in a lot of ways, I think I don't know. Or, or I don't. Know if, I guess I don't. They're worse than Barracuda. They they're the, the, they're, the they're, things they they're, do. They're pretty bad. They they rape a woman eighty eight times in a day or something. Yeah, that's 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 kind of fucked. That how does what? I sincerely hope that I don't know. That's probably happened. Oh, I'm um, yes. The, I mean, that is a real thing. The, I mean, no, I know that. Yeah, eight, eighty-eight times. Oh, I don't know. But I, I don't know that a real human being could withstand that. But I, I, I don't know. That is kind of the thing with with these Garth Ennis books. Is it's a part of the world that my little naive brain wants to pretend is completely fictionalized. But there's probably more reality in these things than I would care to admit. Oh, what is the female character's name? Oh, what is her name? Um, the one that was in prison and escapes and ends up oh. helping Frank. I was gonna say it's not Alice. Alice is the the redhead in this. 
Um, her last name is like something. Mc something. Something. O'Brien. O'Brien is her last it name. It is O'Brien. Yeah. She was going to say. She was, was going to say. She was in what? The first. She was in Kitchen Irish. She was. She was, and I. I like her better in this. I like that they give her a little bit of depth, but she still suffers from that. Uh, that. Uh, sort of strong female character, like sort of failure to make a strong female character, you know, where instead of, you know, giving them flaws and a personality, they focus on, you know, making her an ass kicker. She's kind of, she's kind of somewhere in between. Yeah, we'll see more of her. And I feel like she does get more of an arc. Mm -hmm. It just, there's, I don't know. This is really about... This whole comic is like an engine that is just making awful people to feed to Frank Castle. Mm -hmm. Just he is a wood chipper. Okay, okay, uh, sex slaver. Throw it into the wood chipper. That's Frank oh, Castle. Yeah. Here's oh, it's Barracuda and corporate monsters. Throw them into the wood chipper. You know, stuff like that. So it, I don't like the stuff you the all the criticism you had of the of the first three. Like it's dumb diehard brain kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It still applies to this. It's not. It it does, but I think these are all better stories. Yeah. I mean, as as many criticisms as I've had, I greatly prefer these three to the last three. I think that that these they figured out what what works in in a in a Punisher story. You don't need forty million characters. Like I think in terms of balancing that. These have exactly the right number of characters. You know, you, you don't need this big, ridiculous conspiracy of a plot with all these different factions and all these things you need to follow. It's not that interesting. You know, it, you can have some of that as window dressing and reasons to dislike the antagonist of the story, but it, it doesn't really add much. These are simpler. They work better. They're, they're more cleanly told. I like him for that. I think the best is yet to come, at least from my recollection. But I hope so. We'll see. I, from what I remember, I've, 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 been I've been keeping myself forward. Um, and we have—I mean—you see a little bit of Frank Castle's, you know, character with the with him dealing with his ang with the rage, at, you know, after the that mobster guy digs up his kids and his wife. Like you see that, like that hallucination. Where he's you know wading through base you know just wading through gore. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. The Punisher doesn't change. Like he can't. No. Like that. It, it, he doesn't. It was. He doesn't. He's not a character anymore. Like he's not the Punisher anymore. If he stops. Like that is the in entire the entirety of his character is in that title. And if he stops being the Punisher, then he's just you know he's still Frank Castle. I don't like I. I can't think of any like Frank Castle stories that aren't just him doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no. It's always about getting, you know, getting to his target. And I think that you're right in that Garth Ennis by this point has figured out, like, okay, that is what this is. We have to make getting to that target as interesting as possible, you know, and as concise and you know, in clear storytelling. And by make like Frank Castle doesn't change, but you can make his villains change and make his antagonists different or interesting or monstrous in varying degrees and that is how you can flavor your punisher stories we get goran barlow for the first time in this he draws some hot women good <laughs> lord and that's a dumb thing to say but it is really true i thoroughly enjoy his art beyond that 
No, he's very good. Do you, mm-hmm. I, I do you? I, I don't know. I feel like I liked him more in the Fury in Fury Max. Fury Max is kind of I. It's kind of the best thing that Ennis has ever done, and I think Par- Parlov is great at it in it as well. I don't. I like his, I like the 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 Millar Starlight. Movie. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. It's a great book. It's a great book. I but I I enjoy him in this. I could. No, it's still very good. It's not, yeah. I, I don't know. I think a part of it is the fact that you know Ennis just has him drawing Frank Gassel mowing down people with machine guns for you know as mm-hmm. part of it, and you're not necessarily gonna. What's being shown is not always the most interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And that's not Parlo's fault. He didn't write the book. Did you come around? You had said that the second volume was your least favorite among the art. And Leandro Fernandez ended up drawing those first, the first, uh, four and five of this week. Mm-hmm. Did you come around on him at all? It's fine. I mean, it's, let me, let me rewind back to it. That is the sound that my comic book app makes. Oh, come on. So four and five. Mm-hmm. Volumes four I mean, and five, nineteen through thirty. It's it's not bad, particularly uh, the slavers arc. I thought looked really nice. Just I sort of I I liked the villains in it. I liked the way they looked. I, I don't know. It it it's not like amazing, but it tells the story well. It uh, communicates the emotion of the moment. I I mean <laughs> I don't particularly like the design of all the characters. Like God, the 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 this like emasculated yay black guy i just i don't like the way he's drawn it's just i don't know it it gives me an uncomfortableness i feel like you could actually say something with that character and he's really just sort of brushed over i don't know there there's the 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 two cops their whole like sort of subplot i felt like was a a, a distraction it was a little bit weak so I think the way that they were designed kind of didn't work for me as well, but it's it's better than it was. But it's no it's no Goran uh, Parlov, right? I still I like it. I think it's yeah. Fun. I know it's I it's 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 uh, helped out a lot by you know heavy atmospheric shadows and good coloring. It, they all hold together very well. Yeah, these scumbags are good villains, that's for sure. <laughs> There's not one point where you go, oh no, Frank, don't kill that guy. No, that 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 whole scene where he's throwing that woman against the wall, against the window, window, that was hard to watch. That was hard to read. Because she's because she's a woman, or that it's a brutal thing. Well, both. I mean, it's more brutal because she is a woman. She would be very much helpless in that scenario. But I mean, so is everyone uh, against the Punisher. But it's just, I mean, it's particularly brutal, but it, it's, you know, it echoes the situation that she had put others in. Yes. Which, I mean, that was, they, the, that's the whole, the, yeah. the, the whole twist of the thing. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's problematic or anything. It's just really deeply disturbing because she had clearly caused much more suffering than she was getting. She was as big a monster as any story, any, any character in this story. It's just, Really, really hard to watch because he is beating the shit out of her. I mean, to throw her against the wall so hard that the window, like, it doesn't shatter because it can't, but it comes off the hinges. Mm-hmm. Frame. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Shatterproof windows do eventually shatter. Well, I imagine, but it would, I don't think a person could do it. 
Yeah, not by I mean, not by not not by picking up a person and throwing them. I, I don't know. even know. I don't even know that a a person could pick up and throw a person that hard. If you're Frank Castle, that's what I'm saying. It's in the confines of a comic book, sure, but I don't think there's I don't think there is a non-fictional person on the planet that could do that to you know even a 110 pound woman. I don't think it's possible. But it, that is completely beside the point it's a damn damn work of fiction about an invincible like super soldier man he's he's, with no powers yeah with a skull on his shirt just it just looms over people yeah with a a black t-shirt that somehow makes him invincible he's missing a rib you know yeah it's gone it's just gone it's gone Gone. not broken gone not broken gone oh is there anything else you wanted to touch on we've got good uh it's been a pretty good discussion so far do you uh do you want to say anything counter to what i've said counter i've I've been pretty critical of it despite the fact that i have enjoyed these three considerably more than the last ones no and i i don't know i i i I don't disagree with you but i think with anything you've said in either of this this episode or our last um i think every criticism is fair I, I and I said last week that you know it's not my not I I don't think I it's the best thing Garth Ennis has written but it is my favorite mm-hmm. and that like it fills a very specific need and like this it, I think this is what I want out of a Punisher comic yeah I want like Punisher can't change Frank Castle is you know basically invincible and it's really just a matter of who is he facing and it's like a you know it's like a those Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson mm-hmm. you know it it, it and the, like it's like Taken with Liam Neeson, yes. a, mo- a more a much more modern comparison, where it's like, well, yeah, obviously, you know, Liam, Liam Neeson's character is not, there's no arc to that. No. He, he goes, get he goes from A to B, and kills a bunch of awful dudes in the way, like in the, in, yes. in, in, in the meantime. And this is basically this, I, I, I will, and this is like, I feel like Punisher Max does precisely what the Max line was meant to do. Like, this and Alias were the ones that kind of stood out, and everything else not really as much. Um, and this, you know, uses the Punisher to the best of the Max's, you know, capability, like the, the marble-letting gore and violence and nudity and, and, and profanity. In a comic book, it makes the most sense with the Punisher. Like, I don't, like, Wolverine Max is not the same. Or, you know, there's, and there's other ones. But watching him just get fed these monsters to kill is just very satisfying. And a very, it's very base kind of reptilian brain kind of desire, but yeah, I still like it, you know. That's the thing. Like, I think that, I think that where you stand on that genre is really how you feel about this like i i when i remember watching the first taken movie and i remember like really getting into it and i'm like yeah that guy's such a bastard you fucking hurt him and then i'm like i think about that i just had that thought and i'm like this is really kind of grotesque this is this is pushing some deep down buttons that i wish weren't there yeah, yeah, it, it's, I, it, I, I it, think if you can, if you can let yourself enjoy that, and I, this is not a judgment on the genre or you or any of that, but if you can let yourself enjoy that, I think that that, this is, this is more your kind of thing. Obviously, you have a tie to that genre. We haven't talked about Die Hard and, and all that stuff, and it's, it's never really been my thing. Yeah, John McClane does also does not change. No. He's just a little bit more blue collar. Mm-hmm. About 
be killing people. Um, mm-hmm. No, and I, I, you know, I indulge it in fiction, and I think that's the right place for it to be. Like, there's people who do this on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, take that, take that, that guy. I'm like, like, I, I know people who post, you know, like happy messages when they see poachers being shot in Africa. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm like, well, uh, yes, obviously they're breaking the law and they take your life in your own hands when you're doing that. But I'm not going to celebrate usually when someone gets killed in real. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not a good thing. No, it's that's a bad thing to start doing. Um, but you know, I'm I'm you know I Fallout Four. I've killed a bunch of dudes that were kicking my dog. Uh. And then Punisher, I like Frank Castle, uh, you know, murdering dudes, you know, bad, bad. Like, I think in, in, in this, I, like, I can just shut off that brain and like, oh yeah, those are real people. And yeah, no, it's just, well, it's fiction. And these are, I, I right. you know, they're, they're bad guys. You're, they're allowed to be bad guys in this. I think that, you know, we have these, this leftover bullshit stuff, this reptilian horse shit, <laughs> you know, in, in our stupid brains and, you're you're not going to get rid of it anytime soon. You know, you've got I don't know, a billion years of animal evolution that's put it in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really sure how long, you know, we've we've been evolving, but probably no, I mean, a, billion, since, a billion years since, maybe. Since, you know, it's it's called reptilian brain for a reason. No, since, yeah, of course. Know, yeah, so I mean, as long as there've been, you know, very primitive reptiles. Mm-hmm. I we, think to right. I think to appreciate it in the context of movies and fiction, and in you know the the before there were movies and video games, we you know we also we have sports. Mm-hmm. We have blood sports you know, in the Roman era and jousts, and it it gives you an outlet for that urge for violence, and it's it's not going to go away. It's probably okay to let that you know accept that about yourself. I guess this is part of it. Yeah, I I, it's, it's it's a, what's it's, wrong with it? It's a long. It's a it, it's you know it's just a very specific type of genre of fiction, and Punisher fits very neatly into it. Uh, he he certainly works. I think why Frankencastle is like probably my favorite Punisher story ever. Over this is that it does it manages to transcend that a little. It makes it gives Frank a little bit of sympathy and in the weirdest way possible, which is also yeah. why, why I like it. Um, it's pretty weird. It is very weird. Uh, but I don't know. I, I and I feel like I feel like my memories of this are very little of that early stuff and much more of I think like I really remember the Silo story and then I remember the Slavers. I remember Barracuda. Like everything involving gangsters, like Italian and Irish gangsters, like I kind of forgot about. And the next, I, I know, I'm looking, like, we get the Man of Stone comes back, mm. and he's much, I don't know, and, like, this is, I don't know, it, this is, I think, I, I don't know, we're, we'll, we'll read it and see, but I want to say, like, I, my, all my memories of this are from, like, this and later, and that in a lot of long runs of comics, you just kind of like, oh, I have an idea. I think we talked a little bit about Runaways, where you're like, oh, I had, my idea of this is from kind of where they were here. Not necessarily this a one specific issue or one arc. You know, it's always time place tricks on your brain. Mm-hmm. It makes you remember things in a very specific way. So we'll get into it. But I'm st- I still really enjoy it. Like it doesn't matter. Like I every criticism you've had is completely fair about it. Um, it's not like I do not think this is like you know a a beautiful work of art. 
even though Gorlon Parlov's art is very look- nice looking. Uh, oh, of course. It, but it is a very good, I, a really specific piece of genre fiction. I think fulfills it. Uh, fills that. Fills the the genres. I don't know, checkpoints. You know, it does and all I, those things and ties it into right. the, and makes it Marvel Universe version of that kind of with Punisher. Yeah, I don't, and I'm I, personally, I'm not so precious about artwork that I think that uh, I don't know something problematic does not necessarily undo all the good that it does. I think I I, I will still probably read. Ender's Game at some point, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, with, with all the problems that Orson Orson Scott card, correct? Okay, that he has. He's a very problematic person. He is. Uh, I mean, we've talked about Lovecraft Oof, as yeah. a very a very problematic person. Very. Um, but I mean, you know, you can separate art from artist. You can separate whatever. You can appreciate things from what they are. Like I think that. We live in an era of uh, sometimes it's misguided and sometimes it's proper, to, to, you know, to be hyper offended about things. But I think that in the realm of art, you know, you you can't be too terribly offended. Not everything is going to be so precious and perfect. Like you, 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 you kind of have to put that aside. Like I. Yeah, this is a this is a bad example because I don't think that they're particularly offensive. But so I have noticed that some white people don't like the criticism of you know being white in uh, Spike Lee movies. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Spike Lee movies. I don't think that they're I don't think they're that offensive to white people. No, and they're I, not. I, I they're think not that really. it's yeah. I mean, but I think it's a good example. Like I don't think that movies about you know, race should that you you don't need to show both sides of that argument. Yeah, there's just, every other movie that's ever been made does a pretty yes. good job of showing the white side. Bingo. Like I I don't think that it should be like uh oh what was Black Superman book? What was that? Multiverse? Strange Fruit. No. Oh oh that, the, oh that one. Oh I see. I thought yeah. you meant literal Black Superman. No, Black <laughs> Superman. Like, like literal Black Superman is is fucking rad. Uh, yeah. Strange Fruit. Yes. Not a good comic book. No. But it's 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 still coming out. I am I am sorry to hear that. That's really <laughs> prob- that's sad. But it, it, it that you don't need that. You do not need that counterpoint to be like, well, there's actually some good white people. Not everyone's bad. Like, I why? If you're gonna say something, say something. You know, th- th- that's I don't know. I don't think that Spike Lee makes terrible one-sided racist characters. But if someone's racist, they're racist in a fairly believable way. I don't know. It's it, it's we're, we're we are getting off on a slight tangent. We here, certainly but, are. But uh, certainly are. I was gonna just say that if I don't, I, I I'm not sure if some of these people have. You and I both grew up in the South, mm-hmm. uh, and you and your you were more ingrained in the I don't know the stories you've told me. Um, I do have some stories. Yeah, like and and anyone who is I mean, I, you grow up in the woods, you experience even like tangentially, mm-hmm. you experience some pretty awful stuff. And yeah, the, Spike Lee's racist white people are pretty measured, honestly. Yeah. You know. Yes, it's, yeah. it's it's really not that, it's not that unbelievable or bad or they're not that monstery. No. They're, they're really, really not. He is, he, yeah, he is actually, he's actually pretty fair and, and even-handed and 
people are very sensitive about it. And that's why they write things like like Strange Fruit, <laughs> even when they're they're otherwise fairly decent people. Like I don't really feel too bad about Mark Wade. No, I feel like he's a pretty okay guy. He did a really good job writing that Kamala Khan comic. No, he's he's a good comic book writer, but he is an excellent comic book writer. I I am very fond of him, but I want to slap him for writing that book. <laughs> the internet did your job for you. Ah, uh, good. Yeah, I had to I had to stop following Mark Wade on Twitter. Is he's, he just being very reactionary to it? He's not very good at Twitter. Is the problem? Eh, yeah. But yeah, okay. Let's let's wrap it. How about that? I think we can put a pin in it. There's. How many more? How many more trades left to go? Four trades. Quattro. Seven, eight, of, seven, eight, nine, ten. Trades. Issues thirty-seven through sixty. So uh, a slightly larger chunk this for for next week. Just a little chunk here. One more arc, but I'm actually looking forward to it because uh, trying to remember what this this is the end of the Garth Ennis run. I'm actually interested in going and seeing the because Jason Aaron also did a, a Punisher Max run as well Ooh. with Steve Dillon. Uh, yeah, that's what I was familiar with. I thought that Garth Ennis had written it. Well, Jason Aaron, Jason Aaron does take some. He, he has some Garth Ennis in him. Yeah, he he does. He is. Uh, I don't know. A lot of shitting and fucking in his books. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, we read the goddamn's. We we did. The, 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 the dude wakes up in a pages, you know giant a pile of shit, a puddle of shit getting peed on. Yep. So yep. Literally how that book starts. Go buy it. <laughs> so uh, next week, Punisher Max, Volumes 7, 8, 9, 10, Issues 37 through 60, Garth Ennis with Leander Fernandez, Lam Medina, Howard Chaykin, and Goran Parlov. And we'll end it there in uh, another thing. We'll decide that at some point. Truly. Truly. Uh, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Uh, you can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Uh, everything is there. We're on iTunes, of course. Uh, you're listening to us probably on iTunes or some other podcatcher. Uh, give us a good review. Subscribe to us on that service. It really helps us out. It helps new people find us. We definitely like that. Appreciate it. Uh, word of mouth. Just telling somebody. Recommend us a, a comic book loving friend of yours. Uh, we appreciate that as well. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hour. On Twitter, at HBC Hour. You can find me on Twitter, at Mixmaster Serial. It's M-I-X-M-A-S-T-R-C-R-A-L. Eric, where can they find you online? Why, you can see my portfolio by going to freewheelunlimited.com. And most of the things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com. That includes my Instagram. Uh, username there is ezgoodnight. And on Twitter, I am at Mr. Bad Example, spelled M-R, Bad Example. So with that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.